The views and opinions expressed on this show are solely the opinion of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of grown folks talk and or dreams fulfilled media. Listener discretion is advised. You need to shut the up when grown folks is talking. Welcome to Grown Folks Talk, where we promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help us God. Warning, this show is not for the faint at heart. So, if you're incapable of keeping it real, if you're not ready to face your issues, or if you're sensitive on any level, then please don't even bother sitting your ass at the round table. Please note that our views and opinions are just what they are. Our views, our opinions. We're not licensed therapists. We are licensed realists. Ladies and gentlemen, now, here's your host, Mr. Sean D. Upshaw. Hello and welcome to another episode of Grown Folks Talk. Of course, I am Mr. Sean D. Upshaw. And as always, I appreciate you for pulling out yet another seat at the round table. Of course, if this is your first time joining us, I want you to head over to www.facebook.com forward slash Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. The reason I'm sending you over there is because I want you to like, subscribe, and get accustomed to hearing and seeing what we do over there. So, you know, we got links to past shows. We got content. We got a whole lot of stuff that I think you need to check out. But if you just want to listen to the show, you can also find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and let's not forget ClearOneRadio.com. That's where we are all the time. And you know what? We have been on, on a roll with these topics, excuse me, and today will be no different. Today will be no different. So, of course, when I say we, one-third of that we is my coach, your coach. She's your queen. Coach Ivy Allen. What's going on, Coach? Hello, hello, Sean. How are you? I am wonderful. You hear that? You hear that? Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. show. Somebody didn't sing, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So speaking of, well, here's the true Eddie Ruffin of the group. The third person that completes <laughs> this trio, Mr. Andre Spence, the millionaire. King shit. What's going on, brother? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> nothing, you're nothing I'm, I'm, without a David Ruffin. You know, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Oh man, so man, I'm glad I got you guys. Nothing are... but sing. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what I tell you? Uh, like I was saying, I'm glad we pulled out a seat um, at the round table this week's topic. Of course, I didn't announce it, but it is how to approach your crush. We wanted to go there because we are in the spring. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Springtime, spring fling. Love is in the air. Summer love. Love is That's in right. the air. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So. I know, you know, we got these crushes walking around. They may be at work. They may be at the mall. They may be just out and we stalking some people. You never know how it turns out where we find a crush. Uh, you know, shout out to those stalkers. It takes pure skill to do that. But that's another show. Uh, but, yeah, we got a, uh, we got some <laughs> yes, tips on. Oh, we ain't even got no tips. We really about to get into the psyche of how to approach a crush or what you should be looking for when you approach a crush. So we, okay, we, we didn't want to give Typical show. What were you going to say, Coach? I was to say, okay, you guys, did you guys have a crush when you were coming up? You know, yeah, like when you yeah. were young, young, whatever happened to them? Did you ever get with them she, or no? She, she was too old for me. <laughs> oh, I, I was, I was, I was seven. <laughs> she was 17 and it was my, 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 uh, my aunt's best friend. Oh, oh. I just yeah. thought she was it. 
I can remember. I didn't know why at seven I was supposed to think like that, but it wasn't a sexual thing. It was just some something about her, man, made me just like I couldn't mm. wait to see her. Just like, oh, wow, she's so. You did crazy. the man's wound. You went, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> How about Sean? you? I had, I had three main crushes that I can remember, and each one kind of molded me into uh, the dog I was at one point. So, of course, Mom with Dre, my first crush was my, uh, I believe she was my second grade teacher. Shout out to Miss Shirley. I still remember her with her fine ass oh. back in the day. I don't know how she's looking oh. these days, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Miss Shirley, uh, and then my second crush actually came uh, during summer camp. I, I actually, you know, started liking this chick named uh, Nade, uh, not Nadine, what is her name? Nakia. That was her name. Her, her mother's name was Nadine. I got a funny story about that. But start crushing her, and she actually gave me a chance. You know, summer love, we at summer camp. I said, uh-oh. Right, I remember them days. So let, me, mm-hmm. let me tell you what happened. When you go to summer camp, they give you these little cards, and your parents put money on it, so you'd be responsible. You won't yep. lose the money. And yep. so I was up there, you know, impressing her, buying whatever she wants, chips, <laughs> candy. Oh, my God. So we get down to the last. She's like, well, I want this. I said, I don't have the money. She said, I don't want you no more. Ah! So, I, you know, I did what a typical Pisces would do. We got back to the church where, you know, parents picked their children up on that Sunday. And I yelled across the, uh, you know, church parking lot. I said, hey, Nadine. She said, yeah, baby. I said, your daughter is a slut. Oh! <laughs> I was known for that for a while because it was my uncle church, but oh I was known goodness. for that for a while. And, uh, yeah, that, that kind of turned me. Talk and about my, crushing your crush. Yeah. And then my third crush, my third most important crush was with this young lady. I never forget her. her name was Monica. She used to come visit her aunt that stayed in Detroit and I was crushing on her heart and she oh. hurt my little feelings because I found out she was banging out my cousin. Oh. <laughs> How this, this turned into a dog. No wonder you got a twitch. Oh my gosh! You see, boy, that's so, just yeah. I don't have really good experiences with crushes, but I'm still gonna have the show. We still gonna have around. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. My goodness, my crushes weren't uh, nearly so traumatic. Some of them were, but some of them were. My 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 sort of success story, bad success story is, I had a crush on a guy. We went to all of our schools together elementary, middle, and high school. And I crushed on him when I was in elementary, middle, and never got to date him until my senior year of high school. And it was like, <sighs> until he went to college, and then it just fell off. It was terrible. Wow. He was so not what I thought he would be. And he didn't like me back in the same way. But it was like a dream come true for a hot minute. <laughs> right. yeah. It's all good. Oh, my gosh. I had so many years, 12 years of high, of school to weave fantasies around this dude, and they were mm, some very unrealistic expectations. So needless to yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, you see, we all went there. We all been there. But let's let's get off the crush story for a minute because I, I don't want to bring back no memories. I don't want to <laughs> trigger anything. So what are we going to do right now? Okay. Slow it down. Speaking of going down memories, we're going to slow it down. Because it's time, it's time. The doors have flew open. The Ivy is, is here. The wind is in their hair. It's time for the <laughs> Ivy 
intuition. So what you got for us this week, Coach, concerning how to approach your crush? As you guys know, I am the incandescent, the incomparable, the impossible Coach Ivy Allen asking you to join the ultimate uh, revolution, the self-evolution revolution and make your entire life a sexier place to live. And so I have a quote today because I think it's very appropriate for when you are crushing on somebody. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far you can go. That's by T.S. Eliot. And I think the thing about crushes, the big thing about them is it takes risk. It's, it's a risk. It's a risk you take. The fantasy is so sweet and so wonderful. And what if? But it's just a fantasy. It's, it's just a crush until you actually walk across the room and say hello and introduce yourself. So for those who dare to dream, who dare to, whisk, to risk going too far, only then will you find out how possible, how far it is that you can go with this person in the future. So I encourage people to take a risk because nothing ventured, nothing gained. Crushes are not about something you keep to yourself. It's actually about taking a step forward and really finding out if this person is really all that you think that they are. So that's my intuition. I like that. I like that. Be, be bold. Be, be bold. bold. Oh, that's my, that was my other quote. I almost was going to do that one. Uh, by Gotha, uh, I love this quote. Um, it's it's the end of the big one. It's a big one, but the end of it says, "Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it." Oh, there it is. That's right. I like that. And I like that. So always uh, follow Coach Ivy. You know, with her, you know, superb reading skills. I mean, this woman <laughs> picks up all types of books and you know be dropping all types of jewels on here so don't forget to follow her on social media it's coach ivy across the board board excuse me we don't know where that came from coach ivy across the board googler that's the best thing i can tell i know it sounds so cliche but googler you can do the same with uh, me and dre as well uh you spell sean s-h-a-u-n because i know it's 30 ways to spell it d-u-p-s-h-a-w and andre i mean ain't no way to spell it but a-n-d-r-e spence i mean it's easy Get over there, follow us. I already told you how to get on our page so you can stay abreast of everything that's going on with Grown Folks Talk. So we just want to connect with you guys. I mean, in a few weeks, um, I, I have some big surprises for you. We are going to be opening the floodgates for you to just take advantage of some things out here I know you're going to love. So just stay tuned. Follow us. I'm telling you, you're going to love me. You're going to love the roundtable. You're going to love Coach. You're going to love Dre. But the, without further ado, Let's jump into the hell no Uh-oh. moment hell for no. the week. What uh, wonderful surprises do you have for us? How much <laughs> more? How much further down can we go to scrape the bottom of the barrel of humanity? <laughs> hey, well, know, right? This one, this one might surprise you. So I'm going to ask you this question, Coach. I mean, because a woman committed this act. How important is it on a scale of 1 to 10 to have a vacation with your man? Oh, I think it's pretty important. I think it's a part. It's very important to have a vacation with your man. It's part of nurturing the relationship of keeping things hot and sexy and connected. That's true. Well, I want you to keep that in mind as I speak <laughs> on a Colombian woman reportedly swallowed at least seven thousand dollars in her desperate act to hide the money during a fight. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Say that again. A Please. Colombian woman reportedly swallowed at least $7,000 in a desperate act to hide the money during a fight. 
She swallowed $7,000. She swallowed $7,000. The 30-year-old woman swallowed rolls of $100 bills. She told the local RCN television channel that she saved up the money for a holiday with her husband after selling several electrical household items. I guess she feared that once they had the argument, they weren't going to go on vacation. And she wasn't having it. So she swallowed $7,000. hard time believing So it. what the... I, I, I really well, am. I'm trying to picture a roll of money. Well, let me tell you what. It's, it's very true. In fact, it's on AOL.com. The doctors said they were able to surgically extract... Oh, my gosh. 57 $100 bills from a woman's <laughs> stomach and intestines. The doctor was saying, I'll take this for my bill, and I'll oh, take that for my bill. Right. You know, her with like us. I said, it's on AOL.com. All you got to do is go over there and check it out. They got a little small little picture video up with the $100 oh. in the surgeon's room. Just to let I you mean, know that we don't make this stuff up. We don't make right. this stuff she up. She ate the money. She uh, swallowed the money. I just... Coach, I mean, you might look at that as a bad thing, but me being a man, I'm impressed. I'm going to let you use your imagination. All right? Dre, I know you're smiling. I, I, you, I can imagine, <laughs> but oh, my gosh. I'm talking about deep throat ATM for real. <laughs> let me tell you for, for a man to hear those, that was magical words. You swallowed what? She has oh. a whole other career waiting for her on the other side of that surgery. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm with you on that, but that, I had to go there this week. See, it's kind of light. See, we keeping it light with the crushes. I keep it oh light. Oh, my you know, goodness. Swallow $7,000 because all for the sake of a vacation. So, you know, like I always she say. She couldn't put know, it in a cookie jar like everybody else. Thank you. <laughs> I need in a bra like anybody else. <laughs> Seriously. Some things deserve <sighs> a cussing out. She don't deserve a cussing out, but she definitely deserve a. Hell no. Who does that? <laughs> well, apparently oh, Colombian goodness. women do. I guess. Wow. She needs to get, so my, get thing, uh, my thing is she really wanted to go on that vacation because you knew the risk. They was going to have to surgically remove. Ugh. They probably spent all the vacation money surgically removing the money. All I know is if my wife has swallowed $7,000, I'm sitting there with the gloves on. And some <laughs> Nope. Up, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's just that's terrible. I know, Sean. Shame on you. But hey, I'm just telling you the real. <laughs> but the most impressive part of that story is she swallowed all that money. Rolls of money, not rolls of money. Rolls of money. So she you, really was. How do you argue with a woman that can swallow a roll of a hundred dollar bill? Dre, would it be that's any arguments point. in the house? <laughs> Not at all. You Not at all. You heard it here at the round table. There wouldn't be no right. arguments. Listen, <laughs> baby, let's not talk. Just get on your knees. <laughs> Follow my roll of $100 bill. Anyway, what we going to do right now? We're going to take a quick break. That's enough about swallowing. Now, I kept the show earlier. I swear to God. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get into how to approach your crush, ladies and gentlemen. So you want to stick around. Because we have something for you. I guarantee this is going to cater to everybody. We'll be right back after these messages. Thank you for tuning in to Grown Folks Talk, where we serve straight truth with no chaser. We'll be right back with more roundtable discussion after these messages. 
You know, there are many people out here searching for help on how to balance their relationships or hell, even balance themselves, but just don't know where to look, how to start looking or who to look to. But relax, ladies and gentlemen, because the guesswork is over. Coach Ivy Allen is the woman for the job. If you're looking for life and relationship coaching with substance and amazing benefits, then contact Coach Ivy by going to facebook.com forward slash Coach Ivy. It's time that you join the self-evolution and let Coach Ivy help you make your entire life a more relaxing place to live. There's a difference between talk and grown folks talk. You are now tuned into Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. We're back now with more Grown Folks Talk. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the round table, of course, is myself, Coach Ivy, and the Rillionaire, Mr. Abstract himself. And we're here to discuss how to approach your crush. I think we really did a good job of coming up with this. I don't even, I don't even want to call it a list. I just want to say some thought-provoking. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, finish my sentence, Coach. You're good with words. Thought-provoking. <laughs> some, uh, some thought-provoking ideas, yes, that may enlighten you with uh, how you might approach or take a risk to approach your next crush. There it is. So it might turn into be the plan. next love of your life. You never know. Never know. Dre, throw them disclaimers out. You know how we do before we jump right, into this. Go. All right. When it comes to this topic, we want to give uh, certain disclaimers before we get off into the meat of this topic when it comes to how to handle or how to approach your crush. Uh, the first thing that we want to say, I want to repeat this, is that this show is for those who want to do more than just crush your crush. It's easy to be uh, allured by that person's attractiveness to say, man, I want to be with them intimately. And, and that may be, but we're talking to individuals that really sincerely want to see if they can build something solid with that person they're interested in. So that's the first disclaimer. The second one we're going to discuss is uh, realize everybody, like we discussed earlier on the show, everybody's had a point in time where they've had a crush on somebody. Uh, you may want to admit it or may not want to admit it, but everybody's had that, that feeling. And also realize that when it comes to your crush, uh, just keep in mind that a person that, well, let's, let's word it this way, that that person may not feel the same way you do or they may feel the same way you do. But either way, the definition of the word crush is defined as a person that in your mind you might feel may be the whole package, whether it be somebody in your inner circle, whether it be somebody that's at work or someone that you see in church or synagogue. But realize that this is just a person in your mind that you have created a, an idea about that may or may not be true. Yeah. So once again, this show is, is dedicated to those and focusing on those that really want to see where this thing can go. So we're going to take the steps in showing you how to approach your crush. Yeah, and we broke it down into three categories, one in which will be explained in the final part of the show. Somebody will have the spotlight on them. But as far as the roundtable, we're going to discuss the approach, and we're going to discuss, Dre, what we're going to discuss after the approach. The goals. The goals, because you got to have them. You got to have them. So let's jump into the approach. Dre, the floor is yours, brother. All right, the approach. When it comes to approaching anybody, realize this, that normally we use two types of approaches. 
That's it. The first type is either direct or indirect. And so I'm going to give a little bit of information on the direct and indirect, and they're going to hand it over to Coach and anchor it with Sean. What we mean by direct approach, you have individuals like me that have that, that direct or bold uh, mindset, like Coach was mentioning earlier in her quotes, that are willing to just go for it, whether the person is willing to say yes or no, we don't know. We are just as nervous as you are, but yet we're willing to step forward and ask that person's name or get further information or just ask that person a question just to break the ice. Whatever it may be, we're willing to take the steps to ice break on our own. Those are bold individuals, not being disrespectful, but being willing to say, hey, I'm interested in that person. I've been interested in that person for a while. Let me go and find out if I can uh, – get to know that person a little further than the little bit that I know. Uh, the indirect approach is this. You may be an individual that, you know, I may be a little shy or I may not know enough about that person to approach them directly or feel comfortable with it. So you may happen to know a friend of theirs. And so us guys, we're famous with this because we'll sit back. This. I don't know if you ladies, you ladies may do this too, but we'll ask the, the friend, listen, you know, what, what's up with your girl? You know, is she uh, seeing anybody? Is she dating anybody? She got any kids? Uh, does she stay in this city or is she just here on, on visits? And so we have a tendency of, of doing that, the indirect approach with a friend. Also, there are times where we may, if you feel too shy, your friend may go over to that person. Let's say a person that you've had a crush on and your friend is more outgoing or direct. They may walk over to that person and say, listen, you know, my, my friend Andre over here, he's been kind of digging you for a couple of weeks, and but, you know, he's on the shy side. Uh, are you seeing anybody? He may say something. I was uh, just brought to mind a few seconds ago in the movie New Edition where when they were kids, you had Ralph was too shy to walk over to the girl. If you just saw the recent uh, New Edition movie on BET where Ralph was too shy to walk over to the girl. So what happened? You had Mike walk over and began to uh, sing to the girl, and where where Ralph actually thought the girl was, uh, that he that Mike was approaching the girl for him. Well, Mike was actually began to approach the girl for himself. So sometimes with that indirect approach, it can backfire. But my point in saying all this is is that the key to it is that some approach must be done. There's no use of you having a crush on somebody if you're not going to take advantage of approaching them and get to know that person. Yeah, I would say direct to sum it up are those people that you as an individual approach them direct with your intentions and your intentions are made known very, made known very clearly up front. Indirect is you're not entirely sure of that individual's intentions towards you um, and usually they do a softer, softer sell or approach. They may come up to you and just ask questions or something common, or you might not even know how they feel about you. But with a direct approach, it's very distinct, either from a male or a female, you know without a, beyond a shadow of a doubt the person's interested in you and wants to take it a step further. Indirect sometimes uh, lands uh, people in the friend zone or it could take months or you want to get to know them or all kinds. Like it, it, does, it, it can elongate the timeline because a lot of times the person that uh, is on the receiving end of the crutch does not actually – uh, have a very clear understanding of that other person's intention. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to say, because, you know, I'm going to flip it to a whole other dynamic. I think both 
have the potential to be a little creepy. Okay, so it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. If you, if you're too bold and too direct, then she looking at you like, you know, damn you thirsty, or he looking like, damn you thirsty. But if you're too indirect and and you know not enough boldness, you know that's in you, then you looked upon as weak. I mean, let's just be mm-hmm. honest, because people tend to recognize certain qualities about you. And for us fellas, I'm just going to be honest with you. Most women don't like indirect dudes. It sends off signals in their mind that I don't know if this guy would be able to protect. I don't know if this guy would be able to stand up for me. I don't know if this guy would be able to tell me to shut the hell up when I need to be told to shut the hell up or sit my <laughs> ass down when I need to be told to sit my ass down. I mean, let's just be real, Coach. We Tell me if I'm wrong. Stop me. No, no, no. I was going to say you're actually, okay. you're right. I, I mean, as a woman, I would say I much prefer the direct approach. Some of it for the reasons you say, but to me, it, if a man can't stand up to me, he won't stand up for me. And right. I tell my daughter True. that all the time. So if he can't even approach me, then my concern is how would he defend me? So you're right. right. You're, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, yeah, I have, and I know I a lot of guys will, will bow out of that because they'll say, well, I was trying to be respectful. You can still be respectful and direct. We're not talking exactly. that there's, that's two different things. So. Yeah, so my, my thing is, and which we're going to get into in the second topic is, uh, you know, <laughs> I go back to my favorite movie, which I went, uh, mentioned, excuse me, on a previous episode, uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, when he said, I'm talking to the fellas now. You need to stop putting the pussy on a pedestal, okay? All right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, she's a human. Walk up to sure. her. Talk to her. Find mm-hmm. that balance, though. Don't be too aggressive. Don't be too not aggressive or indirect or direct. Don't, you know, find that balance, that, that, that balance where you're bold enough or direct enough to step to her, but you can be indirect if she needs you to step back a little bit to hear what she's trying to, you know, tell you or whatever the case may be. And the same with fellas. I mean, the same for women. I think it's a new day. Ladies, if you want to approach your crush, approach her. Go for what you know. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, ain't no man going to tell you no, especially if you that <laughs> They ain't turning down nothing but they collar. Let's just be honest. In fact, they're going to tell their boys, man, you know, this this chick approached me. He might even single you out like she's different. Mm -hmm. She knows what she wants. That's what's up. And if you scare him off, then he won for you anyway. (laughs) You know, it's interesting that you you said that because I find um, that a lot of younger guys, that's one of the reasons they like older women. And older women tend to approach younger guys. Because younger guys would approach an older woman with a more indirect approach. But older women are come direct with younger guys. And the, the younger guys that I know that have dated older women, they love it. And the one thing that they say is the reason that they like older women is she knows what she wants. Like, we don't play games. I feel like with a lot of young girls, I end up playing that game. And they want a, you know, a boyfriend or they want to be married. And I don't want that. You know, I'm, when I'm with the older woman, she's telling me straight exactly what she wants and what this is, and how it looks, and I don't have to play any games. I can just be myself and be with her, and they like it. Man, let me tell you something. I tell you this experience, and we got to get on to the goals. Now, I don't know if she wanted to go beyond crushing her crush, but I was her crush. This is back in my heyday. But, you know, she approached me. She said what she needed to say, and the conversation went a little bit like this. She she was older. I'm just going to cut to the chase. I want that BBC. What's good? For those who don't know what BBC is, I'm going to advise you to use Google. But that's exactly what she told me, okay? And, uh, you know, me being me, I gave her that bit. No, okay. Let me <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> but, uh, 
on another note, Dre, let's move on because I think we covered direct, being direct and indirect and, you know, what you need to do. Just find, basically what it boils down to is finding that balance, okay? That's true. And, and everything will make sense after we get past these goals. And you find that once you find that balance, these goals are going to make perfect sense to you. So go ahead, Dre. All right. Uh, and now, as we just mentioned before, these are just suggestions and we're really focusing on the mindset that you should have and not necessarily giving you steps that you should have. And so when it comes to the, we, well, we, just, we already just discussed the approach. So let's talk about the goal. Because what is the goal? The goal is whatever you want from that person, you have to, first of all, be respectful to that person. So whatever you plan on doing, whether it be a conversation, whether it be a date, whether you want to sex them down, you still have to be respectful to that person because just as Sean just said, they're human beings. They're just regular people like we are. So quite often the first goal, especially for maybe the male or female, but quite often with those men, we're trying to set up a date. We don't care if it's a lunch date, dinner date. We don't care if it's brunch, a picnic, a snack. We don't care if it's just two glasses of water at the water cooler. We don't care about any of that as long as I get the opportunity to get to know you. In other words, first thing that's going to happen when it comes to one of the goals that a person that is trying to get to know or approach their crush is to, like Sean just mentioned, get that person off the pedestal. Coach said that she kept a, a, an image or an idea of this individual whom she had a crush on through junior high school and beyond into high school and elementary school as well. But when she finally got that person off the pedestal, in other words, got a chance to get to know that person, truth was, like Fantasia says, truth is that that person was not who she thought that that person was. So one of the goals that you want to have when it comes to your crush to see is that person who they who you perceive them to be or was it just your perception of them and it wasn't the reality? The final thing when it comes to your goal is you want to determine if it's a realistic compatibility. Let's say that person is everything that you imagine that they could be. However, you guys just don't have anything in common. She's into, into a different type of music than you have that you're into, or she may be of a different type of, of, of belief in God that you have, or it may just be she just have a different mindset of the type of guys that she likes than you have. And she's sitting up there uh, in, with, you know, with one mindset in the direction that she wants to take life. She may be a person that just wants to focus on her education and focus on her family. No matter what it may be, you have to make sure that one of your goals is to see, are we compatible? Are we going to be, is this somebody that I can see myself wanting to do a second date with? So remember those three things. First thing, you want to set up some time or a date to actually be with that person. That's one of your goals. Second thing is you want to mentally finally get that person off that damn pedestal, which they never asked to be placed on. You did that with your own mindset. And thirdly, be realistic when it comes to the compatibility. You get a chance to find out, am I really going to, you know, do I really vibe with this person or not? Yeah, you're ultimately, so here's the first thing about getting a date. I want to say, take the pressure off. A lot of times we are so, oh my gosh, they're so wonderful or handsome or uh, smart, intelligent. The whole reason you're crushing on them is you can't even get past how fill in the blank they are. Um, 
to even think about having a date. But the idea, whether you go direct or indirect, is at some point you want to have some quality alone time with this person so that you can get to know them and find out the second two goals is one is get them off the pedestal so they're now not this person you've been building up fantasies around for the past, you know, two weeks, eight months, or however long you've been doing it. Um, and three, really to be with them in a way that lets you figure out, is this person somebody that I can really be with, not just the person I think I can be with because of what I know, that actually what I discover about them, what I learn about them, how I enjoy them, is actually somebody I could be with. And the other thing about compatibility is I've had some, some people that I've thought, oh, wow, this person's going to be great. And they were great, but we had zero chemistry, zero. Like it was just clear that we were, just should have been better friends because we clicked that way. So sometimes compatibility is not just, you know, about whether or not they have all the things that you want and you have all the things that they want, but actually is their attraction. Because sometimes you're attracted to a person on the outside and you're attracted to the fantasy that you've built up about them. But once you get to know them and you're, you've gotten them off the pedestal and you're like, wow, this is a real person, they put their pants on one leg at a time like I do, they sweat, have bad breath, all the things that I do, and you're really looking at them and getting to know them and, you know, you just, you never know. They just may not be the person that's for you, not because they're bad people. They just, you know, aren't, you aren't clicking with them. You aren't connected with them. So ultimately, you really want to have, at, at some point, the whole reason we're talking about this is because ultimately what you want is to have quality time with this person to actually see if there's real viability or is it just a fantasy. Right. So if it, I'm, I'm a, what I'm going to do right now is take a step back, okay? I'm going I'm to show you how this works and how we kind of set it up. So if we go from the approach, Okay, so and, and this is why we're telling you your approach determines your goals or how you're going to respond to your goals. So check this out. If we go from the indirect position, so you indirectly go after your crush. Okay, you're gonna you 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 set up your date. After you set up your date, if you already came at them indirect, and I told you how people indirect people are viewed, you're going to be the one. Typically, the person who comes from an indirect approach has their crush on this pedestal that we're talking about. And they remain on the pedestal if it goes past the date, which in turn causes you to stay in a relationship, even though you know there's no viable compatibility there. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You start right. making excuses for, this pe- for these people, even though you know they ain't shit. Oh, he just having a bad day. My eye will go down eventually. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he just, right. listen, he just cheated on my sister. He didn't mean to go over there and sleep with her. Or... He just flirts a lot. That's his, that's his personality. You see, you, see how, you see how this works out? Indirect lack of boldness leads into lack of boldness in relationships. It, it leads to indirect communications within a relationship. So that's why I say you got to find that balance. You have to set the tone. Even for a direct person, if you go, typically, I'm just going to be honest. I'm coming from a man perspective. I don't know if Dre do, do this as well, but I have the ability to switch off direct as well as indirect. So if I'm going at you direct, that means it's something that I want from you, whether it's the booty. Because I ain't, honestly, back in the day, I wasn't thinking about no relationship. So everything that I set up was geared toward the booty. <laughs> Let's just be honest. My, true, my, approach was geared, my, my approach was geared toward the booty. My date was geared toward the booty. My pedestal, I didn't have a pedestal. Only pedestal I had was set up next to my bed that I wanted you to jump off. <laughs> so I could get the, the booty. Bed, so I can get the booty. 
And I didn't give a damn about viable compatibility because at the end of this nut, I'm not seeing you no more. Maybe, well, maybe a few times, depending on how good it is. But that's just how I was as a direct male. Now, I can't speak for a direct female, but I guarantee it, it, it goes far beyond just, you know, the BBC, okay, or whatever male penis you're going after. It don't necessarily have to be a BBC. But if a woman is bold enough and direct enough to approach you, it's something she want from you. It's something she envisioned and she's going to go after. She's not going to have you on the pedestal. She's going to have you on, <laughs> on the pedestal that she wants you on because somehow, in some way, you are a part of whatever she has envisioned. Okay? So the viable compatibility, I think, for a woman, and I'm totally just throwing this out there, Coach, you can stop me anytime. I think it comes based on the qualities that basically enhance whatever she envisioned. Meaning if you... Yeah. Okay, so... Meaning if you have something that can enhance what she saw, then you're perfect. This is all direct for a female. Now, am I way off base? Any of y'all can jump in with this. Well, no, I think for so females being direct pretty much know what they want, and they know that they want him, whoever the him is. And so they tend to, to lead the conversation in that particular direction. So um, my, one of my... Um, Favorite direct females, there's, well, obviously, a couple of shows, I, I love Golden Girls, is Blanche on Golden Girls, and she is absolutely flirty, and she jokes around, and she kind of plays with direct and indirect in a, in a really great right. way. Um, and the other one who's hyper-direct is uh, Samantha from Sex in the City. She is very direct. She is get-on-your-knees-now direct and, you know, all of that. And, you know, and, but in both cases, the ladies are very clear about what they want and the men are very aware that they are there that they have their attention and what they want there's no coy flirting i mean they might be flirting but they're not coy about it they kind of like get that this is this is where it is now where it goes after that who's to say but in those cases neither of those women were necessarily looking for viable relationship compatibility they were in the market for lovers but that's where they were so and how they crushed on men was they were evaluating them based on whether or not they would be good lovers. Other women who are direct are looking for relationship material. Their palette is broader. So they would tend to be more direct around um, a business meeting because they're seeing you, you know, in a business setting or you have power, you have means, you have money, you get stuff done and that impresses them. And so they go after you for relationship purposes. But in either case, they're very, very clear. And if you live into those, however their, uh, whatever their thoughts are around your capabilities, your prowess as a man, you're in there because they've already set it up so that you're either going to step up or off. Because right. the, the direct, typically direct well, men and women, they don't really play a lot of games. It, this no, is either it no. or it's not. That's true. Um, and, th- and that can have them come off very callous uh, for some people. And for or some people, it's an, it's, an a- it's an absolute turnoff. And they'll be like, yeah, you can be direct all you want to, but I'm, that's too direct for me. So uh, You know what? I, I found that to be so true by way of experience. Not to cut you off, Sean. Don't want to get your thoughts. By way of experience, I've had uh, women that were more or less like you are assertive and I, you know, you just, you just too, they, they, because they, they, because their personalities were so until I, it's kind of funny. Uh, I remember I, I, I approached one, one woman one time and she was so kind of her personality until I approached her. 
I didn't know that she was somewhat bashful or, or somewhat had a timid personality. Not that she was shy or anything, but had a, it took her a minute to warm up to people. But then you got a guy like me with a personality that's abstract, that's, that's animated, that's straight in your face, and it was that threw her off. So I didn't have a chance. The only way I was able to find that out about that crush was to approach. But my approach is quite often assertive. Now, I've had women that, that love it and, and, were, and were telling me that if you weren't alpha enough or strong enough to say anything, I wouldn't have given you the time of day because I don't need a weak man. And I needed some, a man that was going to say, we're going to do this, that, that, this, and I'm not asking. And so it depends on the individual as well as the, the, it depends on the individual whom you have a crush on as well as the person who's approaching the person uh, he has a, or she has a crush on. Right. There's no right or wrong way to do this. I mean, there's right. some indirect approaches that are absolutely fabulous because that crush, that person responds well to that. And then other times there are other people that are like, nope, I want direct. I don't want to play games or pussyfoot around it. I need to know that a guy is into me or a woman wants me. And that's how I, I, I would go further. So, I mean, there's no right or wrong way, but just know that pick the style that fits best with you or the converse of that is you could pick the style that would woo your crush. The only issue with that is if that's not really you, you're wooing your crush with a fantasy that's not true. Sure. Uh, and then you're, then you're back to, you know, you might get the date, but they're still on a pedestal, and how will you evaluate viable compatibility if you're not even starting off the date or the interaction being yourself? There's no way yeah. to get to that. And the point I was going to make, um, and I'm glad you guys were able to get all that out because it, it really just gets back to the point I was going to originally make, so I'm glad it went that way. I know you guys are trying to wonder, like, is it really this deep? Yeah, it has gotten this deep. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I hate to make it seem like everything is about games and you got to counter move. And, but the dating scene, the crust scene, everything is it's chess now. You never know people's true intentions. I mean, they call it a, the game for a reason. Mm-hmm. They, that's what they call it. So, I mean, either you're either you going to get in here and play it or, I mean... Or you're going to get a cat. You're gonna, exactly. You're going to suffer <laughs> by the wayside. Because I'm just going to be totally honest with you. Even if you're direct or indirect, in some cases, the game still go on in the relationship. It's not until you're been in that re- or you've been in that relationship for a while, excuse me, until the walls really come down. That's because True. y'all have matured. Y'all have grown together. The bricks start to come down. You're like, man, maybe this person is true. And I hate that it, it takes so long for it to get there. But people hold on to hurt. They hold on to hurt for making bad mistakes with other past crushes. They hold on to hurt mm-hmm. from uh, holding the person up on a pedestal that they weren't supposed to be up on in the first place, from uh, force, trying to force compatibility. We talked about this, um, you know, during the, pre, the pre-production meeting. People always trying to stuff a square into a circle or a circle into a square. And what is it called, Coach? A, 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 I always <laughs> say, if you try to force a square peg into a round hole, uh, you're going to get a, a, a square that's got it, the edges shaved off of it. Anybody ever try to cut? Remember when we were kids and you made a mistake and cut out a square and your teacher said, oh, just cut the corners off of it and make it in a circle, and, and into a circle, and then you do it and you end up with a real fucked up square. You end up with a squircle. 
Or I always say, when you do that to people, you end up with somebody that needs therapy. Uh, Because who wants to be in a relationship with somebody who's constantly trying to make you something that you're not? They have zero appreciation for what you brought to the table for for your pointy edges, and they keep trying to turn you into something that you're not. It just feels awkward and, you know, unhappy. And next thing you know, both of y'all are in the therapist's office talking about, he keeps trying to make me into a squircle. It's just right. terrible. It's right. just terrible. I'm just saying. That's right. That, that's how it be. And the reason and, we going, the reason we going as deep, I'm gonna let you go, Coach, is because we want to give you some insight into how it can become. See, we one of those shows, one of those roundtables that lay it out. You you see in those movies where people envision it before. We like a final destination, but for relationships, <laughs> you, had, right. you have a chance to get off this roller coaster. Okay, this is just a premonition. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> what are you gonna say, Coach? Yeah, well, I'm I, I'm saying you have a chance to get off the roller coaster. You shouldn't get on it if it's not what you want to ride. First of all, let's start with that. Some people are like, I don't want to ride that, and they get on anyway, even though their intuition is telling them mm, I wouldn't do that. But but one of the things that to your point, you were talking about playing games, and one of the things I I always tell when I coach my my ladies, I was like. You could look at life as a game. You know, it's one of the frames you can have around life. But if you are going to play a game, play your game. You can't play somebody else's game. You don't know their rules. You don't know how to win. And you'll never, it's unwinnable. It's an unwinnable game to play somebody by somebody else's rules. It doesn't work. Bring authenticity to the relationship. Be you. And let the chips fall where they may. Because if, if, if you find out on the first date y'all having coffee or going for a walk, or a picnic, or whatever, that may already, he's a coffee drinker, and eh, wrong. He took me on a right. picnic, girl. That is so cheap, and eh, wrong. We went to the museums, cheap, and I'm not an art person, and eh, wrong. We went to see Metallica. I don't like hard rock, and eh, wrong. Symphony, boring. He's not your kind of guy. And you should be, you know, that's fine. That's, he's not your kind of guy. But don't pretend you like all those things just so you can get a second date, a third date, and, and say to yourself, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm gonna... No, y'all, aren't, you're not compatible. No harm, no foul. Don't get on the roller coaster. A date is like waiting in the line. You don't get on the roller coaster until y'all have slept together. He'd have moved in and all of this other stuff. Next thing you know, how did I get here? Yeah, well, right. the, date, the date essentially is the interview, but... Yeah, the, the date is, is yeah, yeah. It's, it's just that. It's just a date. It's two hours. Yeah. It doesn't have see, to be any thing, more than that. The thing it's of it is, is they get impressed by, I mean, it, since we're using the, you know, interview analogy and how people keep stuff on the pedestal, they can't get past the perks of a job. Mm-hmm. Even though you got a degree in business, you're going to go work in healthcare and try to be a doctor because you like right. the benefits. That don't even make right. sense. Mm-hmm. But you're going to try it anyway. Same with relationships. If you know after that date, after you interview them, and you, you got them on this pedestal and you know that they're not right for you and you still continue, the pedestal is going to take precedence over everything. You're going to worship this person. I'm trying to tell you, I've been there from personal experience. Yeah, you're going to keep trying to force or to fit into whatever ideal you you've had all this time that you've had them. And, and the right. worst part about that, they don't even know you had these ideals. Half right. the time, they don't even know you were crushing on them. They, oh, Sean just came over and asked me out. He's a nice guy. I think I'll go out with him. She has no idea that you've yep. been crushing on her for four months, six months, and then had y'all with 2.3 kids and a dog and a white right. picket fence, right. and she's a freak and all of this. Other. She don't know anything about that. Right, right. 
Right. Dre, what were you going to say true. before we go to break, bro? Uh, sometimes we, people make the mistake of crushing above their level. You know, the, the classic song by uh, TLC is Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. If you know that you're crushing on somebody that may not even be, that, that's on a level that's a little bit higher or different than yours, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop sugarcoating. If you're a dude, because I'm speaking from a dude perspective, and you crush it on a 10, you're too shy to deal with a 10. Or you're a type of guy that if you get a 10, you're so insecure that you may become violent with the 10 or threaten the 10. You may want to end that crush or not even approach that person. Sometimes you got a crush with a person. You don't need to walk. You need to keep that to your damn self. <laughs> Sometimes you got crush on people, and it's hard to say that, that you ain't ready for that. And so if you know that you aren't ready for the type of response that you're going to get, if it's positive and that person says, yes, I would really like to get to know you, then you get in a relationship with that person and your insecure ass keep telling her why you wear miniskirts. Well, damn it, she was wearing miniskirts for three months prior to meeting you. That's what caught your eye. Now all of a sudden she can't wear a miniskirt without a trench coat? What, what the hell? And so what ends up happening is if you know within yourself, and that's where the honesty comes in, if you know within yourself that if that crush says yes and you can't do what Sean and Coach are saying about taking that person off your mental pedestal, don't do that to them. Yeah. Keep your damn crush to yourself. Because mm -hmm. if you go in and that person gives you opportunity and you're still walking around with a crush in your mind, then what you're going to do, you're going to take that mindset into a relationship that you're going to have to be pseudo. You're going to have to be false. You're going to have to pretend to be somebody that you're not, like Coach was mentioning, just for the survival of that momentary relationship that you're going to have with that person. The reason why I say it's momentary because it's going to come to an end because that person's going to realize that your ass ain't used to being with a team. Right. Like, like I said, I'm coming from the male's perspective. I don't know how ladies look at the team, but well, if you're well, a woman we, that you cannot know. handle a career dude, uh, you, you talk good, I want a Barack, but do you want a man that has a presidential mindset? Because if you can't handle a man that has a presidential mindset, meaning he's going after his goals, he's accomplishing things in his community. Those are the things that are, that are attracted to you. But you don't realize now you've got to be the woman on the other end to deal with a guy that's a public speaker. And he flies out of town here. And he flies out of town there. And he may not be able to spend the amount of time with you that the average everyday dude can. If you can't handle that, keep your damn crush to yourself. That is an excellent. That's an absolutely excellent point because so many people think, and, and it could use a Barack Obama or any man of means or any woman who's a 10, oh, I would love to have a woman, man like that. But yeah. really, it takes something to be in relationships with those True. people because they have a huge life. They have a really big, even just everyday people, like when you're dating a person and you're like, this person's got, I mean, they're involved in this, they're involved in that, they volunteer, they mentor, they speak, they have their own business, there are a couple of business, they have a prominent career or whatever, I would love to, or a woman, she's beautiful, she's a good mother, she's a great cook, she's a good, right. all, they, all these wonderful things, but it takes something to be in relationship with that person. And if all you're going to do is kind of hold them up as this icon of the kind of woman you'd want to be and how perfect they are, that's going to suck for you because you're always going to try to be perfect to match them and two it's going to suck for them because she can't have a bad moment and neither can he he can't have an off day they can't you know they they feel they will feel stifled because they really can't be themselves they have a big life but they're still humans 
they still have issues. The day, they still cry. They still get upset. All of that good stuff. Yeah. At the but, end of the day, stop falling in love with the legend of a person. Mm-hmm. So you can be able to right. fall in love with that person. So that's basically what it's all about. Right. I love the way you phrased that, Dre. Uh, we got to go to a quick break. And something I was thinking about as a man or a woman, if 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 looks, just because they're a, a 10 in the looks, don't necessarily mean they're going to be a 10 in personality, a 10 in mental sure. stimulation, mm-hmm. a 10 in everything else. So what Dre talking about is when you can't handle a dime, fellas, <laughs> them dimes is overrated. Trade them back oh, in. All you're gonna do is two, two wooden nickels. But we're going to take, <laughs> take a quick break. <laughs> On the other side of the break, we're going to have the billionaire tip of the week, and you want to stick around for this because Dre is going to give the final phase of how to approach your crush. We'll be right back after these messages. If you're looking for fairy tale solutions on how to fix real problems, then you're pulling a seat out at the wrong round table. This is Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. What's going on, people? It's Sean D. Upshaw here, Mr. Grown Folks Talk himself. And what I need you to do is head over to Amazon.com or any other book retailer and order my latest book entitled The Huge Secret Behind Being Single. I promise you that it would change your perspective on dating and relationships. Grown Folks Talk is on right now with Sean D. Upshaw. Welcome back, Grown Folks. We're on the last leg of the show, the part of the show I love and hate. I love it because, guess what? We get to hear the billionaire tip of the week. I hate it because we got to let you go. Yeah, that's oh. right. We got to let you go. But the good news is it's only for another week. It's only for another week. Or week, whatever. whatever. Uh, so, Dre? It's your time, brother. The light is on. All you right, here we go. This is a bankrupted bullshit in your life. Tip of the week when it comes to approaching your crush. Uh, this is what, this what basically what I'm suggesting that you take into account when it comes to your crush and how to handle the scenario that we've described over the last uh, 30 to 40 minutes. First thing is expect acceptance, but be ready to handle rejection. You, go, you want to go in expect with, the, with the expectation that this person is going to give you opportunity to at least get to know them to see if what you have thought about them may be true. But if they don't, be big enough to be able to handle the rejection and not take it personal. Because sometimes we sit back and we assume that because that person has, has said no to me, they have said no, they're saying no to everything about me. Well, just like you don't know all about them, they don't know a damn thing about you either. You're just some person that approached them finally, or maybe just a friend that approached them finally, or a, a coworker that approached them finally, so they didn't even know that you had a crush on them. So just like they don't know all of you, you don't know all of them. So be ready to, uh, whenever, if it's a situation where that person says, you know, I actually have somebody, or right now I'm, at that, I'm not at that point of dating, it's all right. Don't take it too personal. Don't be one of those guys that, and I'm just going with, with guys, once again, don't be one of those guys that if the female says, well, you know, I'm not interested or I'm not right now, oh, oh bitch, blah, don't do that. Don't be respectful in the whole okay. gambit of approaching your crush. The second thing that you're going to do when it comes to bank of the bullshit in your life when it comes to approaching your crush is don't get stuck in the friend zone. Fellas, we're famous for this. Ladies, y'all do this. Subtly, but we are infamous for this as guys. If you know that you still like that person and that person tells you, sells you that product that we could just be friends, I'm going to give you a little disclaimer, fellas. 
when women say that, they're really saying that I really don't see you as a person I want to date at all. Not right now, at all. So why don't we just be friends? But to, to keep from hurting your little pride and your little ego, women have come up with this term called let's just be friends. Or why don't we just hang out and see what's what to keep from hurting our little feelings. Dude, if you know you like this female like that, and you know you're going to always like her like that no matter what happens, just let her go. Let her let, Just be a co-worker, and if you are co-workers, if y'all just were buddies in a group, be buddies in a group. If she was somebody that was in the choir or the other end, and you were, you were tenor, and she's over there with the sopranos, let her stay over there with the sopranos. Because you know at the end of the day, deep down in your heart, that you still got this crush going. And that friend zone is not a fun place to be. Been there, and I escaped it. I always tell people this. The friend zone is only three things, dark, cold, and lonely. And you don't want to be there. Last thing is, when it comes to bankrupting this bullshit, is being honest. Honesty is the best policy. Being honest with yourself, just like we've described this whole show, is this whole show has been dedicated to you being honest with you when it comes to approaching your crush and when it comes to handling whatever the results are. Because at the end of the day, the results are the results, whether they be for you or whether they be against you. And if you take these tips that I've given to you, you will continue the process of bankrupting bullshit in your life, especially when it comes to how to approach your crush. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is, the Rillionaire Tip of the Week. Always on point, always informative. As always, I appreciate you guys for supporting the show, pulling out a seat at the round table each and every week. As we always say, don't forget to go follow the Grown Folks Talk fan page, which is on Facebook.com forward slash Grown Folks Talk with Sean D. Upshaw. Also, you can listen to the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, as well as Google Play, but more importantly, Clear One Radio. That's where you can hear our voices each and every week as we have these, like I say, insane topics from week to week, and next week will be no different. So we encourage you to be here for another roundtable discussion. So until next week, we ask that you don't let anybody steal your joy, and we'll catch you on the rebound. Peace.